0: to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Ava Marie. And
1: I'm Shana Dixon.
0: And today, we're going to dive into some more specifics about what reimagining our life could look like. I felt like after we did that episode, I really wanted to like think through like concretely what we're going to do, uh, mainly because I didn't want to carve it out in a separate time. <laughs> So this is gonna be some real live brainstorming here. Um, But I just want y'all to see our process and kind of how we work through like what this looks like, Um, you know, to reimagine and to challenge ourselves, to challenge each other. I think it's good to do this, you know, with someone else or with other people so they can push you to go even a little bit further than what you normally would. And so, so I think we talked a lot about education, we could go deeper there. Um, with Tashana's Nomad year coming up, like what that looks like. But an area that I was really thinking about was around food. Um, okay. Like, I I know how to cook for survival. <laughs> like nourishment like me. <laughs> yes, and so this has been an area for me, that has always been a bit of a pain point. But I told Shishanda a few months ago, like the air fryer will have you out here thinking that you are top chef, okay? Meaning she thought she was top chef with the air fryer. <laughs> I was doing big things, okay? I haven't used my oven in about three years. So I've been exclusively using air fryers for the last three years. I'm currently without an air fryer and your girl done burnt so many, t- <laughs> many things to things. Okay. I hope we're getting to reimagining your life. So. <laughs> but to my point about food, like I've really, you know, recently I've been looking at, you know, a lot of the foods that we eat in the U.S. are banned in different countries. and as I'm thinking about my own health journey, like, how can I, how can I be more, approach food in a more holistic manner? Like, not only cooking, but thinking about meal prepping and also thinking about, like, how can I get, where can I source my food from? Can I get a garden? Like, can I be doing more farmer's markets? Just being more in tune with, like, food as a lifestyle and not just, like, a survival meal. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And even to things like, you know, making recipes to pass down to, you know, generations and creating an event and like just a thing about around food itself. Um, You know, being able to invite people in and share that with them. I just think there's so much more to food that I just don't, I don't even give it the time of day. Yeah. Yeah. Even
1: thinking about, thought just randomly on that. I, was, I went to uh, lunch yesterday with a vegetarian and she was telling me, she's like, she cooks three meals a day every day. And I was like, I would run out of meals after the first week. <laughs> but but thinking about, well, for that, for me, that opened up the idea that there is so much more even that I'm not even considering foods that I've never cooked with, foods that I've never experienced. Uh, And just the diversity of that alone is huge.
0: And there's so many, like, we grew up poor. (laughs) Like, our exposure to food is so limited. And so I'm like, just imagine all of the things that exist that I'm like, we wouldn't even know if it was right.
1: or No, something, something so small. My kids love mangoes. And so I buy mangoes regularly. I don't remember ever having a mango in my entirety of my childhood. I can,
0: I can verify this, because when I was a teenager, I went to the Dominican Republic and they had a mango festival. And I was oh, like, wow. okay. And there, there are thousands of types of mangoes, mm-hmm. right? But I had never had a mango as a kid either. And so I didn't know how to eat it, how to know if it's ripe, how you open it. And I'm like, and I love mangoes now. And I'm like, but that was the whole thing.
1: And I didn't know it was a fruit when I was their age.
0: That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. So I'm just like, just imagine like the the world of things that we know nothing about and you know, things I think we've been exposed to over time, just you know, through different opportunities. But just imagine how much is still out there that we're missing out on. Like it's just crazy. It's crazy. It's not just in the realm of food, but in the realm of everything else, like the
1: magnitude, like like food being such a, a small part of our life, the magnitude mm-hmm. of the things that we could reimagine it's huge. Mm-hmm
0: yeah so so can we stay here for a moment on food i know we're talking a lot about it but i want to get to like some concrete things we'll do to reimagine okay
1: okay so one thing that i've experienced is funny so uh actually uh my partner's brother he's in culinary school mm-hmm. and so he actually had to do he had an assignment to make food across the world um, for his school and so i actually got to try some different things that i've never tried before I, for me that was like a, a huge first step and really even identifying and i was actually talking to someone yesterday and he was saying that he orders meal prep from hello fresh so hello fresh actually uh they give you basically the raw of whatever the meal is and then you have to cook it but they've already done all the chopping they put all the ingredients together they've already measured it all out they've done like 60% of the work, right? You just have to put it together and make it happen. And he was saying that he learned new things specifically. He was like, did you know there's a thing called a pink sauce in pastas? I was like, yeah, I did. He's like, it's a combination of, you know, a white sauce and a red sauce together. He's like, I didn't think I liked sauce at all, but I love pink sauce <laughs> now, you know? Uh, so just open it up to, to new ideas and, and uh, fresh perspectives that you didn't have. I like that, I
0: like that. Now, uh, you know, I'm a school person and, you know, I could easily say, like, let me sign up for culinary school. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think you can go much
1: faster not being in culinary school.
0: <laughs> I, I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. So, I mean, one thing I wanted to do is meal prepping, I think you know, meal prepping different recipes. I've been experimenting with some different recipes now, but I think that would create a bit of structure. Um, And then allow me to be creative and thinking about like what types of recipes to play with. Um, And then, I don't know, I'm I'm leaning towards like farmer's market or um, they have those co-ops, things like that, but I think it might be hard I don't know how you would incorporate meal prep into that. You have to really build the meal around whatever it is that you're getting. So maybe I'll look into one of those co-ops, usually called like CSAs or something like that. Now,
1: why would you need to do that? Are you saying that you don't know what would be available? Because, you know, all produce is seasonal. So you should be able to call out what season it is.
0: Well, with the CSAs, like it really depends on what what is available with the farmers and things and like, you know, how they want to spread that out. So you don't know that you can get this co-ops like on a weekly basis or bi-weekly basis. You just don't know what what you might get on a given week. So even if it's in season, you might not get it based on, you know, the size of the, you know, deal that you have and things like that. No, that makes sense. And so what are you, so I guess I'd start off with
1: what your goals are. So what are you trying to accomplish by reimagining your food situation?
0: So I think one is just to like, you know, use like food preparation as a bit of like therapy. Um and therapy probably is not the right word, but like I realized You know there's very little time during the day where i'm not like being stimulated by something right if i'm working i'm on a computer if i just want to veg out i'm watching tv or i'm on instagram like you know i do walk and things like that but like most activities in my day require something coming in (laughs) and so i think just carving out like time of just quiet it could be music or something but me doing something that is cooking like, tactical that's one of the goals um I think the other goal is just to be able to feed a family <laughs> I was not taught these skills yeah <laughs> it's not fun. even that you should be eating right <laughs> not things that let you know that help you live long lives (laughs) so I think breaking some of those bad habits um that I have because that's not you know what I want to pass on either and so making sure that I don't you know that I have the skills that I want to pass on so those I think are my two main goals around food well I, I
1: like what you said about um this being a, a a time to kind of free yourself from like the electronics and and all that simulation, um uh, like i would think more of like tradition like creating that tradition too of that you spend time making food a lot of other cultures do that um and i think that it's not one that we have kept in i guess the united states <laughs> um but i think even Thinking about that or reimagining that as part of uh, who you are or how your family operates or uh, the thing that you pass down to your potential children, I think is a cool component to think about.
0: Yeah. So I think those two things are a good place to start. What about you? Do you have any food goals, <laughs> reimagining that you want to do? For me,
1: it, I, it, all of my stuff is it's mostly health related. I'd say also I need <laughs> my goal at the beginning, of, I think at the beginning of the year I was talking about this. My goal is to uh have like I think it was like at least seven dishes that I'm actually really good at or that, you know, that are good. Just cause I think that uh it's gonna be sound really bad. Well not really bad, but uh Ben like my partner is really into food and it's 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 funny. He actually likes to see me cooking in the kitchen. Like that's a thing of his that uh that he enjoys. Uh, and so I'd like to incorporate it, not just from, uh, being more nutritious, but also from a kind of a different relationship aspect as well.
0: Yeah. I think that's super interesting. I'm like, your partner is a great cook. <laughs> he is. <laughs> yeah. I suppose like, mine too. I'm like, what? Thank God, my the the big, so much better than we. <laughs> terrible, terrible. What were we doing that day?
1: Yeah, <laughs> we were not cooking. We were <laughs> but I, but I think that it does come down to like for, I mean both of them. It was a family thing for Charles. I can tell you, it was his his aunts and his mom. They felt like food was a way to bring the family together. Um, and so I, I'd say his practice is very much built around the idea that food is a time for family, it's a time for community, and it's a way to show your love. And so I think that that's why he got good at making food uh, is that he had that opportunity to, to really dig in there. I asked him about it actually, and he was saying that uh, he actually found that a lot of women couldn't cook when he was dating. <laughs> And, and so he actually started to to cook then, but it turned into uh really a more of a community.
0: Well, that makes a lot of sense. I'm like, and I think about your house, like the kitchen is like so central. It is, yeah. Like it's like so and we did that intentionally, like it it was divided.
1: We had walls, we had a separate living room and a separate kitchen, and we purposely decided to knock that out and to open it all up. So my living room area is really open to my kitchen, and then like even being at the stove is central to being into that conversation uh, within mm-hmm. that space. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can remember a lot of times at your house revolving around <laughs> food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like, but yeah, I think I like that. I'm gonna add that add that piece into <laughs> into my my goal areas. Any other goal areas that you have? Ground food? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Any other reimagining your life areas you want to walk through? I was gonna say there's so much for me. Um I'd
1: say reimagining my career. Um I was really struggling, it's, it's so funny, like I was really struggling with this idea of really having one source of I don't want to say one source of income, but like working for one employer. Um like that was just ingrained, double ingrained in, in, in my in my head. And now I'm like, um, I'm finding, well, well, not just not working for one employer, but I'm finding that I have interest across just even some of the opportunities that one place would provide me um, and being able to like structure that. So one of the things that I'm doing now is figuring out how I can be great at more than one thing um career-wise is super important um i, I talked about the nomad here um uh, one of the things that i'm talking thinking about with nomad is so i had actually i was talking to someone and they were like oh where are you gonna i was considering last year actually um uh, modifying my home to make it larger to accommodate um uh, more space and, and, and whatnot, for my family. But then as I started thinking about nomad, I was like, well, what do I want from that nomad situation? And I think what I've drilled down to is that I want to make it normal for my family not to have that, not to live in one place or to to for your home to look like one thing or or all of those things. And so I was telling someone that this to me is going to give me the experience to decide what my uh, living quarters looks like in the next phase um, and so kind of reimagining um, or changing the standard in which I believe a home is if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, like what what specifically are you going to be looking at in those well two like location,
1: pockets? size, how long I'm in mean, one space. Uh, like if I even like, so I was even considering like living in a hotel rooms, I don't know, but but uh, so uh, I have a uh, a, a, a what's it called, a timeshare. Um, uh, and I was like, why can't I just go from you know, resort timeshare to an apartment timeshare in the middle of New York to you know, to Some island somewhere and and something like that. Um, So I'd say reimagining what the space needs to look like, how long we're there for, um, what all that means um, is kind of what I'm
0: thinking about. Yeah, you got my wheels turning because um, for y'all, I set out this year to like travel and. (laughs) I traveled a few different places Um, at the top of the year. I went to about three or four different places. Uh, I landed in one spot for about a month. I didn't know how long I was going to be there. And then I landed in another place, which I'm currently in. And I've been here for like two months. And so, and neither of those places were places that I would have wanted to go to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But the first place was Memphis, which... Actually, I end up really enjoying. It's not a place that I would have ever chosen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just such a nice, pleasant surprise um, in so many ways. But the place I'm in now, I'm just like a little, uh, I don't know, a little bit unsettled because number one, it feels very permanent. <laughs> That's what I was, was going to say. Was
1: a lot of these were confined Um uh, and I, I think that's what I'm struggling with. Like, I don't think that now you need to be confined. And and I think if I can do this with four children, then anyone can do it, uh, that you can kind of reimagine. And there's a level of especially if you're if you're thinking about working with your partner, there's a level of compromise. There's a level of getting your partner to actually go on that thought journey with you and, and going back to that conversation we talked about about what are your actual values you know where is it that you want to go what's your what's your goal versus the fuel that gets you there um and i think that that sets the tone
0: for having these type of dialogue and i'm so i'm really glad you're pointing this out because the most recent conversation we had right was we're like let's put together our calendar there are so many trips that we want to take this year and you know what my like my reaction was like this feels like too many
1: trips (laughs) i'm going to tell you about this later because i'm going to invite you but i just uh i purchased a couple of trips that i need to plan three to be exact and then this morning i got uh my partner's sister reached out and was like, Hey, I'm planning this trip for next year. And I, I I thought the same thing. And I'm like, How am I thinking this?
0: <laughs> right. This is going counter yes. to what we say we want. Yes. Like this yes. maybe this is the balance that we want. Like we just go on more trips and we have our home base, right? And so you just blew my mind right there. <laughs> it's like,
1: but I, but the I mean, best. so so this goes back to what I, the reimagining right like you have to you can't reimagine without recognizing where you are and you actually taught me that in consulting like you have to take a true assessment of where you are and what you're doing and then have a strategic plan based on where you want to go or where you currently are right and so you have to acknowledge the history, the thought, the even with, with not just yourself, but your partner, what they've gone through and why they believe it's impossible to be able to reimagine what that'll look like. But if you can tie in what are your goals and, and, and what's your reason for those goals, you can d- persuade otherwise with helping them acknowledge that some of these things are just mental constraints that you put up on yourself, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. Yeah. I think that's amazing, right? To take that kind of
0: Yeah. No, that's good. And I think the biggest constraint that I have put on in this situation is that I have put very little value on like short trips, like one, two, three day trips. To me, they have always been always been more of a new nu- nuisance than like, you know, something to enjoy. Yeah. And that's not true. (laughs) Like, I was in Boston for three days last year. I I mean, last week. And I was able to catch up with a friend, actually who lives in the same area that I live in now. And we just so happened to be in Boston at the same time. But like, you know, I was able to do that. Spend time with my team, like in this short three days. Don't get me wrong. I was exhausted afterwards, but it was very valuable. Um, like the time we got to spend with the client, like just, we built so much trust in that like short period of time. And so I think that's the mental block, like that short trips are too much of a hassle, right? And that like, they're, re- they're really are valuable and you just need to plan your life around it so that it makes sense.
1: It's so good. It's, it's so funny though that I'm saying this because, and I think that this is why we do this. This is why we do Black Girl Fly. Yeah is I had all of this in front of me. I've been trying to figure out this nomad thing. I told you I just purchased three trips. I'm going to put those together now. So I have a I have a structure in which I do this, and then I have a, a ton more things that I can do. I'm going to put that together and see how it goes.
0: Yes, yes. And I'm not going to hate the place that I live because <laughs> I can go other places. <laughs> Anytime you want, by the way. <laughs> um, and the, the weird thing about this location is that I love the proximity of the city that you know we're near and I feel so at home there and like, that's amazing. I think it's just really the space that I'm at, <laughs> the geography here. Yeah. And so if I can combine, I think, I mean, I think the short trips is gonna really help me appreciate this place more um, and maybe allow me to let go of what I traditionally was thinking like I wanted to land. So thank you, thank you for that (laughs) so what would you say what what's the takeaway
1: about reimagining
0: uh do it (laughs) like do it asap that's what i think
1: i I think it's important what we just did here about that maybe you need to find a partner who can help you flesh out your thoughts um Mm -hmm. and i mean because it's hard because reimagining when you are the thing that you need to reimagine is i think hard to do
0: yeah, no, I think that's definitely vital. Um, you know, you and I are very different, but we are similar in a lot of ways. But I think we have a good balance and know where to push each other. So if ever, I always caught the shot down <laughs> I wanna think through stuff. So if you have that person, like go find them and have this conversation. But if not, like try to find that person because it will help you <laughs> like, yeah they tell It'll you, help. you what you need to hear when yeah. you need to hear it even when it's not what you want to hear yeah no, definitely so until next time
1: i'm your girl Emily. and i'm shauna dixon